Nor Inayat Khan, From Musician to War Hero. Preface. The annals of history are replete with tales of valor and sacrifice. Yet, the narratives of women who have defied the odds to become agents of change are often relegated to the periphery. These stories, rich in courage and conviction, deserve more than a cursory mention in the footnotes of history books. This article, the eleventh in a series, focuses on Noor Inayat Khan, a woman whose life was a tapestry of cultural diversity, intellectual pursuits, and unparalleled bravery. Born to an Indian Sufi father and an American mother, Noor's story is a testament to the power of moral principles and the human spirit. Her transformation from a musician and writer to a British spy in Nazi-occupied France is not merely a tale of espionage, it is a narrative that challenges the conventional roles assigned to women, particularly women of color, during a time of global conflict. In a world engulfed by the horrors of World War II, Noor navigated a landscape fraught with danger and betrayal. Her contributions to the war effort were not just acts of individual bravery but symbolized the collective resistance against oppressive regimes. Her life and ultimate sacrifice serve as an enduring lesson in courage and integrity, qualities that transcend time and geography. Through this series, I aim to spotlight women pioneers in diverse domains, from technological innovation and artistic expression to political activism and social justice. These women's stories are not mere anecdotes but pivotal moments that have shaped history. By giving voice to these often overlooked heroines, I hope to inspire a new wave of leaders who will break barriers and redefine them. Tilda Mauve Introduction In the annals of history, few figures embody the confluence of cultural richness, intellectual prowess, and unyielding bravery as Noor Inayat Khan. Born to a Sufi preacher and an American mother, Noor's life was a tapestry of diverse influences that shaped her into a multifaceted individual. Yet, her transformation from a musician and writer to a British spy in Nazi-occupied France marks her as an extraordinary hero. This article unfolds the journey of Noor Inayat Khan, a woman who defied the societal norms of her time to become a symbol of resistance, courage, and ultimate sacrifice in the face of oppressive tyranny. Early Life and Background Noor Inayat Khan was born into a family that was as diverse as it was accomplished. Her birth on January 1, 1914, in Moscow, Russia, marked the beginning of a life that would defy societal norms and expectations. Her father, Hazrat Inayat Khan, was not just a Sufi musician but also a spiritual teacher who founded the Sufi order in the West. He was a direct descendant of Tipu Sultan, the 18th-century ruler of the Kingdom of Mysore in India, known for his resistance against British colonialism. Hazrat Inayat Khan's teachings emphasized universal love, harmony, and beauty, which would profoundly influence Noor's worldview. Her mother, Ora Ray Baker, was an American from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and a distant relative of Mary Baker Eddy, the founder of the Christian Science Movement. Ora Ray Baker was a writer and editor who adopted the name Amina Begum after marrying Hazrat Inayat Khan. She played a significant role in Noor's upbringing, instilling a sense of independence and moral integrity. The family moved to London when Noor was still a young child and later settled in Seren, near Paris, in a house that was more like a spiritual center. This home, known as Fazal Manzal or the House of Blessing, became a hub for spiritual seekers from around the world. Noor and her siblings were introduced to a life steeped in spirituality, music, and intellectual discourse. In this eclectic and nurturing environment, Noor showed an early aptitude for music and storytelling. She was particularly drawn to the harp and the piano, and she often accompanied her father during his spiritual teachings, playing the veena, an Indian string instrument. 
The atmosphere at Fazal Manzal was not just about spiritual teachings, it was a confluence of cultures, philosophies, and arts. Exposure to diverse thoughts and traditions played a crucial role in shaping Noor's sense of identity and purpose. Education and Artistic Pursuits Noor Inayat Khan's talents in music and writing were evident from her early years, nurtured by her home's rich cultural and spiritual environment. Her pursuit of higher education led her to some of the most prestigious institutions in Paris. She enrolled at the Sorbonne, one of the world's oldest and most respected universities, to study child psychology. This choice of study reflected her intellectual curiosity and her deep-rooted empathy and understanding of human behavior. Parallel to her academic endeavors, Noor also attended the Paris Conservatory, a revered institution for music and dance. Here, she honed her skills in Western classical music, focusing on the harp and the piano. Her musical talents were not confined to Western instruments, she was also proficient in the veena, an Indian string instrument, which she had learned as part of her culturally rich upbringing. As Noor progressed in her studies, she found another avenue to express her creativity, broadcasting. She became a writer and broadcaster for Radio Paris, contributing to children's programs. Her work was not just a job but a form of artistry, as she crafted entertaining and educational stories. She had a unique ability to connect with her young audience, perhaps a skill sharpened by her studies in child psychology. However, the world around her was changing rapidly. The dark clouds of World War II were gathering, and France, the country she had called home for many years, was in the path of the Nazi war machine. The impending conflict would interrupt her artistic and academic pursuits and steer her life in a direction she had never anticipated. The stage was set for Noor to transition from a student and artist to a hero in the fight against fascism. The turn to espionage. The urgency to resist became palpable as the Nazi regime expanded its stranglehold over Europe. For Noor, the decision to join the fight against fascism was both personal and ideological. The principles of justice, freedom, and equality she had been raised with could not coexist with the tyranny and oppression the Nazis represented. In 1940, as the German army marched into Paris, Noor and her family made the perilous journey to England. Upon reaching British soil, she felt a compelling duty to contribute to the war effort. Initially, she joined the Women's Auxiliary Air Force, WAF, where she trained as a wireless operator. Her skills in radio operations, a technically challenging field and crucial for wartime communications, did not go unnoticed. After a series of evaluations and interviews, Noor was recruited into the Special Operations Executive, SOE, a British organization set up to conduct espionage, sabotage, and reconnaissance in occupied Europe. The Sioux was known for its unconventional tactics and willingness to employ women in combat roles, a rarity at the time. Noor underwent rigorous training in various aspects of espionage, including cryptography, weapons handling, and survival skills. She was given the codename Madeleine, her mission was to be a radio operator for the Prosper Resistance Network in Paris. In June 1943, Noor was flown into occupied France. Her landing was far from smooth, she lost her radio during the parachute drop. Despite this initial setback, she made her way to Paris and joined the Prosper Network. Her role was to transmit critical information back to London while evading the ever-watchful eyes of the Gestapo, the Nazi secret police. Being a radio operator in occupied territory was fraught with risks. The bulky radio equipment had to be constantly moved to avoid detection, and the enemy closely monitored the airwaves. 
nor had to be inventive in finding hiding spots for her radio, sometimes in attics and abandoned buildings. She also had to change her appearance and identity frequently to avoid capture. Despite the immense challenges and the disintegration of the Prosper network due to arrests and betrayals, Nor chose to stay and continue her work. She was offered a chance to return to England but declined, fully aware of the risks involved. Her decision to stay was an act of bravery and a profound commitment to the cause she believed in. Challenges and Capture The life of a wireless operator in occupied France was one of constant peril. The equipment was cumbersome, and the signals could be easily traced. Nor had to be perpetually on the move, changing locations to transmit messages while avoiding detection. The Gestapo had sophisticated equipment and were closing in on radio operators throughout Paris. The stakes were incredibly high, a single mistake could compromise her life and the entire resistance operation she was supporting. Despite the mounting risks, Nor continued her work even as the Prosper network around her began to unravel. Many of her colleagues were arrested, and the network was severely compromised. Yet, Nor remained steadfast, refusing to leave her post. She was the last essential link for communication between the resistance fighters in France and the British headquarters. Her transmissions provided invaluable intelligence and coordination for sabotage activities against the Nazis. However, in October 1943, her luck ran out. She was betrayed by a French woman, later identified as a double agent. Nor was arrested by the Gestapo and taken into custody. Even in captivity, her spirit remained unbroken. She made two unsuccessful escape attempts from the prison where she was initially held. During her interrogations, she maintained her composure and revealed nothing that could endanger her comrades or her mission. Imprisonment and Legacy Following her capture, Nor was transferred to Pforzheim Prison in Germany, where she was kept in solitary confinement. She was classified as a highly dangerous prisoner and was shackled in her cell. Despite the harsh conditions, the inhumane treatment, and the psychological torture, Nor did not break. She held fast to her principles, refusing to give her captors any information. In September 1944, she was moved to Dachau concentration camp. It was here that her life was tragically cut short. On September 13, 1944, Nor Inayat Khan was executed. Her final word, a testament to her indomitable spirit and commitment to freedom, was liberté. Nor's sacrifice was not in vain. She was posthumously awarded the George Cross, Britain's highest civilian decoration for bravery. In 2012, a bronze bust of her was unveiled in London's Gordon Square, making her the first woman of Indian descent to be honored with a memorial in Britain. Her life story has inspired books, documentaries, and plays, serving as a lasting tribute to her courage, resilience, and dedication to the cause of justice and freedom. Nor Inayat Khan remains an enduring symbol of the fight against tyranny. Her life and legacy inspire new generations to stand up for what is right, resist oppression, and strive for a world where freedom and justice prevail.